Weekday evenings on FM 101.5 and AM 1400, The Patriot. It's 6 o'clock talk with Daryl Wood. Host Daryl Wood brings you the day's news and trending topics as only he can with a unique blend of conservative opinion, constitutionalism, and thought-provoking analysis. Join the conversation. 6 o'clock talk with Daryl Wood. A daily look at the news in a way you won't hear anywhere else. Tune in to 6 o'clock talk with Daryl Wood on FM 101.5 and AM 1400, The Patriot. Or stream at PatriotDetroit.com. You are in in what part of the country? Southwest Colorado. Wonderful. How are you picking us up? Oh, I stream you guys on my uh, iPhone every day. Fantastic. Um, I am a resident of Sterling Heights, but uh, I frequently come to Southwest Colorado. I am just thrilled to be hearing from you out there in Colorado. Continue to listen, tune in again, and call at your earliest convenience. Godspeed. Run to Win with Daryl Wood, Monday through Friday at 4 p.m. on Faith Talk Detroit. That number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578. To be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss. Glad to be with you once again on the Bible Talk program uh, with another edition of Bible Talk and uh, dealing with questions, of course, and hopefully answers that have to do with theology uh, and biblical studies. And, of course, any question that you have is welcome on this program. Area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578. To be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss. And I'd like to say hello uh, to all of my church members, some of them who may be listening to this program uh, tonight. Uh, say hello to you, all of my students uh, in my classes that I miss, uh, the Monday Night Bible Study, the Tuesday Prophecy Class, uh, as well as the uh, Thursday Class. That's right, the Hard Sayings of the Bible. That's what we do on Thursday is the hard sayings of the Bible. So what I'm going to do is give you a little touch and a little taste of that right here. Uh, In other words, asking you simply, can you answer some simple, quote, simple questions from the Word of God, right? uh, And I hear you saying now, well, Pastor Moss, that's easy for you to say. (laughs) The number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air. Bible Talk with Pastor Emmy Moss. Going to be giving you some questions, but of course my questions are not the only ones that have to be put on the table. You can ask questions of your very own. All you need to do is call that number, area code 866-423-9578. That's area code 866-423-9578. All right, so right out the box, I'd like to start with this question. Uh, First of all, the first question, the first question I'm asking is this, what is apologetics and where does the Bible tell us to use it? What is apologetics and where does the Bible tell us to use it? All right, if you know the answer to that question, give us a call. Area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emmy Moss. And one thing, of course, I will not accept and will not believe, if you are a Bible Talk listener, even on a semi-regular basis, 
you will be able to answer that question. What is apologetics, and where in the Bible does it tell us to use it? Okay? And after we answer that one, boy, do I have some comments. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578. To be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emmy Moss. The lines are wide open for you to call right now. If you want to answer my question, which is, what is apologetics, and where in the Bible do we find it, and and when in the Bible do we see it being used, uh, then the second question, of course, is any question you have. That's right. Any question you have about the Word of God is welcome here. All you've got to do is call at area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air. Bible Talk with Pastor Emmy Moss. And as I'm waiting for your call, and hopefully you will call in, somebody should know what a genesis is out there in that listing audience. In fact, as I understand, we've got a caller right now. Caller, you're on the air. Hello? Hello? Angela? Oh, hi, Pastor Angela. Oh, hey. Angela, how are you doing? Okay, how are you doing, too? Real good. I'm doing just Jim Dandy. Do you have an answer for my question? Well, I was calling by a different topic. Is that okay? That's okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, you you know the the mayor of Chicago, Lori Lightfoot. Okay. Uh huh. Well, I don't understand why why so many people in Chicago, like the black church, got behind her. You know her lifestyle. You know she's homosexual. So I don't understand how. They got behind her and supported her than the other candidate. And what does it mean when if you support somebody who's gay, who's a politician, does it make you more immoral or moral? I mean, are you compromising your morals for a political agenda? I mean, what does the, the Bible says about all that, you know? Well, one thing for sure, uh, we should not vote for anyone who is going to uh, establish policies that are anti-biblical. Okay? So, so that's mm-hmm. for sure. However, there's something that may surprise you, that there are some people who are gay who don't want to change society, don't even believe in gay marriage. Uh, They just happen to be gay, and uh, they they want things to stay pretty much the same. So I wouldn't, I'm not absolutely against uh, uh, voting for a person who is gay, but definitely I'm against voting for anyone who believes in a gay agenda. In fact, you've got some who are not gay who support a gay agenda. Well, I don't get that either, you know. It's like Alan Sharpton, you know, uh, on his show. I mean, he claims to be a pastor or reverend, but he just he just makes you feel like you're a horrible person. You don't support the gay community. He don't talk nothing about the biblical aspect of the Bible. He don't talk about the book of Revelation. He just, you know, picks and chooses what he wants to read in the Bible on his show. But I don't know why he called himself a reverend. And he got, uh, you know, Jesse Jackson. Well, he would be better I served calling himself a politician, wouldn't he? And leaving that alone. Yeah, I know. Yeah, that's the truth. You sound more political than anything else. What you brought up, though, you illustrate my point, which is this, that uh, here he is. uh, He's not gay, yet he supports uh, gay marriage. Uh, There are some people who are gay, and they don't support gay marriage, okay? They say they're gay, you know, leave them alone, but they are not supporting gay marriage because they don't believe it's a marriage. They just want to be with someone. So it depends on what a person is pushing. Uh, that's what causes should cause you to vote for them or not. Uh, and so definitely understand uh, there are people who support gay marriage, 
care who are not, in fact, gay and want to, you know, and want to uh, uh, right. get it legalized and also want to come against the church for, which already it's legalized, as you know, but then they want to come against mm-hmm. the church for uh, uh, standing on biblical ground and asserting based upon uh, Leviticus chapter 18, Romans chapter 1, Romans chapter 2, that homosexuality is wrong. All right? All right. All right. Take care. All right. Thank you. That number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578, to be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss. Now, you see how simple that was? Angela called in. She had a good time. Nobody bothered her. Nobody harassed her. And I am not going to harass you either if you call with a question of your very own on this program. All you've got to do is dial that number, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air. Bible Talk with Pastor Emmy Moss on a program where I take all Bible questions, all theological questions. If it's dealing with the Bible, if it's dealing with Christian living, this is the program. So why don't you give me a call at area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emmy Moss. And I asked a question of you. It was a simple question. I did not think it was too deep at all. That is, what is apologetics, and where do we find it being used in the Bible? Okay, where do we find apologetics being used in the Bible? But first, we got to find out where it is. All right, do we have a caller? Roger, Roger, Dodger, you on the air? How you doing, Pastor? Um, I have a biblical question. I have a biblical question for you, sir, uh, and I'm kind of kind of regurgitating what I listen on, is that there is a form of government in... You said there is a form of government in what? In the... You're saying something about a form of government. Well, it looks like our caller is having trouble with our caller. All right, he has something about a form of government. All right, maybe we're having some technical difficulties. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air. Bible talk with Pastor Emmy Moss. That sounded like an interesting question, uh, but it kind of phased out on me. He was asking about a form of government. Okay, wow. I wish we could get him back. That sounded very interesting. Uh, the question still on the table has to do with the subject of apologetics. What is apologetics, and where is it found? in the Bible. Well, not the word itself, even though the word can be found, but just places where we see apologetics being used. But first you've got to define it, then you can show me where it's at. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578, to be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss. If you got any questions, this is the place to call. Uh, we got someone on the air? Janet, how you doing? I'm good. How are you, Pastor Moss? Just great. What's on your mind? Good. Well, I was um, 
uh, wondering uh, the second coming of Christ. Is that when we're raptured and we go up with Christ, or is it when he comes back again to rule on the earth? Well, what happens is there are uh, two views on it. Uh, some, especially those who hold to a pre-trib rapture, would say that the rapture, and uh, which, of course, where we meet the Lord in the air, First Thessalonians chapter 4 and First Corinthians chapter 15, okay, uh, the saints meet him in the air, uh, that that is a part of the second coming. The second coming, of course, is when he comes down, uh, when it's complete, to the earth. But pre-tribbers would unite both of those uh, together as both being a part of the second coming of Christ. And, and then they would say also that the uh, church is, uh, is uh, looking forward to both of those events occurring. Now, what happens is on the other side, there are Orthodox Christians, true believers, who believe that the uh, second coming uh, is what happens after the tribulation period. And at the same time, even though the texts, uh, the synoptics, uh, that deal with the coming of Christ don't reveal necessarily a rapture, that it will take place then. Uh, so, okay. but, uh, but definitely if a person believes in the rapture, they include that as a part of the second coming or second appearance of Jesus Christ. Oh, okay. I see. And apologetics is the defense of the Bible? Okay, the defense of the Bible. Now, that's a good way to say it. The defense of the Bible. So you're telling me you are telling me that uh, we should be defending the Bible. Yes. All right, so it's, it's nothing wrong with defending the Bible as long as you do it in love and all that, right? Correct. Okay, well, now all you've got to do to be the Bible lady, to be the Bible lady for today, is tell me a verse that shows you apologetics being used. Can you bring a, bring a verse in the Bible to hook on to that? I can't. I don't know. <laughs> All right. But I appreciate you. But at least I, I, I will put your name down okay, as a halfway scholar Thank you. because you did at least uh, note the fact that apologetics, it's in the Bible, and that we are told to defend the faith. I appreciate your call. Yes. Thank you, Pastor Moss. Okay. Thank you very much. That number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air. Bible talk with Pastor Emmy Moss, apologetics, defending the faith. That she said we should do it, but we got to find out where it is. Going to take a break, and we'll be right back. Hello, friends. This is Daryl Wood, host of Run to Win. I've got some exciting news in addition to listening to us on Faith Talk FM 92.7 and AM 1500. You can now stream us live on Radio.com. Just go to Radio.com, tap Choose News Talk, and scroll down to WLQV Faith Talk. It's that simple. Or pick up the Radio.com app. Either way, it sounds great, and you're going to love it. Check us out at Radio.com. Are you on a credit card treadmill, paying high interest rates and only making minimum payments? The credit card companies love keeping you on their treadmill, going faster and faster and getting nowhere. It's time to call National Debt Relief. If you have $10,000 or more in credit card debt, consolidation loans, medical bills, or collection accounts, National Debt Relief may be able to resolve your debt for a fraction of what you owe with no need for bankruptcy or a consolidation loan. National Debt Relief has resolved more than $3 billion of debt and has helped over 100,000 clients get off the credit card treadmill. 
Get off the credit card treadmill and get on the road to financial freedom. Call the company ranked number one for debt resolution and rated A-plus with the Better Business Bureau, National Debt Relief. For your free no-obligation evaluation, call today, 800-990-4711, Wow, how the world has changed in just a few short weeks. If there is one thing COVID-19 has taught us, is good hygiene. Wash your hands more often and wipe down frequently touched surfaces. Unfortunately, we also face another problem that has been around us since, well, time itself. Rodents. G'day, I'm Scott from Plug-In Pest Free. Rodents usually carry diseases with them we do not want around us. Treating the problem the old-fashioned way with baits and traps only causes the problem to continue. Baits invite rodents in when you really should be trying to keep them out. So how do we keep them out? With Plug-In Pest Free, an electromagnetic device that utilises the electrical wiring in your home to set up a no-go zone. Now that's fair dinkum. Look us up today at gopestfree.com. Use promo code PEST20 for 20% off. That's gopestfree.com. Promo code PES20. Don't spray and regret. Plug in and forget. Are you tired of paying high fees and commission even when you lose your money? How would you like to never lose your money again due to market risk? Join Joel Uplegger for the Safe Money and Income Radio Show. Saturday mornings at 9 on FM 92.7 AM 1500, Faith Talk Detroit. You can also call Joe now for your complimentary customized Safe Money Kit and Safe Money Book at 866-436-0133. That's 866-436-0133. number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578, to be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emmy Moss, just asking you a few easy questions. If you have an answer to my question, you can call. We've had apologetics defined as a defense of the gospel. Now, all I'm looking for are verses to show that apologetics is something that should be used, and it's biblical. Why is it important to establish it in the Bible? Because I've had a lot of people, when I defend the faith, they tell me that I'm being mean, that I'm being uh, uh, rude, that I'm, uh, in fact, they tell me that I'm doing wrong, because you should not debate the Bible. Yes, you should debate the Bible. And then we need to realize that debates can be loving debates. And I would say any debate that turns into some kind of a uh, some kind of a brawl, you need to stay away from, all right? Because we do our job with meekness, but we can defend the faith with love. And the Bible, in fact, tells us to do just that. All right, so uh, since I don't have any callers right away, I'm going to give you... Oh, we got someone? Okay, because I was about to do something I didn't want to do. <laughs> but maybe I don't have to do it because this caller will. Uh, caller, you're on the air. How you doing, Pastor? I can get, I got a good connection now, I believe. Okay. Oh, thank you for coming back. Yes, I have. I, I, I'm not a Bible scholar by any means, but I and I just regurgitate a lot of uh, a lot of uh, biblical knowledge that I hear on the radio. And I hear, uh, I heard that there is a form of government mentioned in the in the Bible, and that 
the way that the only way that that form of government works will be that it's done in in and for the grace of God, right? And I would like to know how close that form of government mentioned in the Bible is to our Constitution here in the United States. Well, when we talk about the government, what government is it, though, that's mentioned in the Bible that you're referencing? Well, I wish, like I said, I'm not a Bible scholar. Figured that it was we would be one compact kind of uh, of uh, of uh, scripture, but obviously I'm not knowledgeable enough to actually even direct you in the way that would be helpful. Well, all I'm saying is that um, in terms of the Bible itself, uh, the government uh, that it talks about uh, are not uh, exactly like the American government or the government that we have. Our government is a just government in that people have a right to vote. But you did have other governments where uh, a lot of the rule was authoritarian. Uh, and in some of those uh, uh, cases, uh, you know, it, it, it was pretty decent. But I believe that the American system is best where you have a right to vote. Now, the, uh, so in terms of a earthly form of government that the, uh, uh, the Bible would disapprove of, the Bible would disapprove any form of government, which is, number one, anti-God, and does not respect human rights. So that's for sure. So if we look at any oppressive uh, uh, governments in the, in the Bible uh, where people are killed or murdered or things of this nature, and definitely uh, 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 governments that embody, let us say, polytheism and the beliefs in many gods would not be acceptable governments either. But uh, in terms of it, uh, there is no uh, earthly government. Really what we're looking for as Christians is the only government that's going to work is going to be uh, the new heavens and the new earth, ultimately. And we'll see that government for 1,000 years, my friend, on the earth in Revelation chapter 20, when Jesus Christ comes down to rule for 1,000 years on this planet, uh, and we have uh, him in charge, then you'll see a government, really, that God approves of. Uh, and in a sense, it will be uh, uh, totalitarian in the sense that Jesus Christ is going to be the king when he comes. Uh, and we have already accepted him as such by believing in him as our Lord and Savior, that government is going to be a perfect government, uh, and uh, uh, definitely a lot more perfect even than what we experience in, uh, in our democracies. Right, and maybe I've just been uh, misunderstood on on the wording or what it may be said, um, but I know that, like, with our Constitution, the first... Uh, Ten articles are inalienable by God. So I mean, uh, I was just thinking that there's, you know, a a format of government for to be run here on Earth, you know, dictated through the Word of God. And that I guess that's what I was trying to aim at. And I wish I had some scripture to make some some references to to make. Your job. Well, I think you do. Here. I think there's some scriptures <laughs> that you can reference, and I do think uh, that uh, definitely uh, any government, uh, especially America, uh, Britain to a large degree, that acknowledges God would uh, would have to be a more substantial government than others, even though uh, uh, any government on this earth is imperfect. Over in Romans chapter 13, this is something uh, that we need to understand, where uh, Paul talks about, and he's dealing with governmental authorities here where he says in Romans 13 and 1, let every soul be subject unto the higher powers. 
for there is no power but of God. The powers that be are ordained of God. Now, what he meant by this was this, that uh, all the governments that exist, okay, whether they're bad or good, exist because God is allowing them to do so. Okay, that's what he's saying. Uh, that uh, he's allowing them to do so. Some governments, however, are better than others, but he allowed them. He allowed Pharaoh to rule in Egypt. All these things God allowed. Uh, God condemned the evil of every nation. Some nations he brought down because they so violated his laws, but he is the one who allows governments to be in place. So if we look at that one, it says, Every soul be subject unto the higher powers, for there is no power but of God. The powers that be are ordained of God. Then it says in verse 2, Whosoever therefore resists the power, resists the ordinance of God, and they that resist shall receive to themselves damnation. Then verse 3, for rulers are not a terror to good works, but to the evil. Will thou then not be afraid of the power? Do that which is good, and thou shalt have praise of the same. So in other words, he's saying that there are good things that the government does. Okay? And God wants you to follow the good things that governments teach you. Okay? However, no government can be allowed to cause you to go turn against what God has commanded. He says here in verse 4, Romans 13, 4, for he is the minister, that is the, uh, the soldiers, the police officers that the government puts out there, for he is the minister of God to thee for good. But if thou do that which is evil, be afraid, for he bears not the sword in vain, for he is the minister of God, a revenger, to execute wrath upon him that does evil. So God has no, um, nothing against us following the, uh, the godly commands or the righteous commands of the government. Uh, we are supposed to pay our taxes, obey the traffic laws and things, just like everybody else. Uh, so as long as the, um, the governments that are in existence are not uh, uh, telling us or telling us to do things against the word of God, it's fine. But when they do that, it's when we have the problem. Right, right. And, and, and uh, you know, I love the theological talk with you, uh, Pastor. I, I listen to you all the time. And uh, just to put, let's say, uh, a, a little bit of uh, thought into it, let's say that if our form of government here in the United States, which is, gives us the top ten, are all ordinated by God, maybe if we concentrated on, on our government operating in the glory of God, rather than in the glory of self-righteousness, that maybe we can make leaps and bounds in this country. I'm, I'm here to tell you, I, I really I think that there's a lot of merit to what you say. Uh, if Christians start acting more like Christians and stop compromising with the worldly system, uh, we would have a better government. Uh, now, understand, with that being said, we need to understand another thing as well, that as Christians, uh, even though we are obligated to, to do everything good that our government supports. On the other hand, we have another uh, uh, passage that I must bring on the table since you talked about that, over in Acts chapter 5, right, where, uh, remember, what happened to the apostles was this. This is in the Roman government, okay, in the first century, where it says at verse 28, in Acts chapter 5, verse 28, uh, where the, uh, they were brought before the council, uh, and, uh, and they were told, did we not strictly command you that you should not teach in, in this name? And behold, you have filled Jerusalem with your doctrine and intend to bring this man's blood upon us. Okay? So what they told the apostles were, was to stop preaching the gospel of Jesus Christ. That was command that came from the ruling Pharisees, the ruling leaders of that time. All right? 
And also pretty soon even the Roman government got involved with this kind of uh, oppression, okay? So, so here's what Peter said to this, okay? When he heard that, okay, here, here was the rule that came from some of the leading uh, Jewish authorities at that time. Verse 29, then Peter and the other apostles answered and said, we ought to obey God rather than men, okay? So that's where we draw the line. That is where Christians draw the line in any government. And we've got to wake up Christians in our uh, country to understand this, okay, that we must obey God. We cannot uh, compromise our faith, and we will not compromise our faith. If someone tells me that I have to marry a gay couple in my church, I refuse. If someone tells me that I, uh, uh, you know, uh, we're going to close you down if you preach the word of God, I'm still going to preach the word of God. Okay, uh, so in, so in other words, we have a, a we have a command to obey the uh, the government when the gov- government is doing things that are just and right. We have also a command to disobey the government when they tell us to do things that contradict the word of God. Amen. You know what, Pastor? I, it's inspiring to talk to you. I love your, your program, and I love Daryl Woods. He's where I get my news, and you follow right into it with great scripture, man. Uh, God bless you for everything that you you and your station do. Well, listen, thank you very much. I appreciate it. And uh, I'd like uh, that plug you gave uh, for Daryl. He is, is great. I try not to miss his program if I can. <laughs> thank you for calling. <laughs> That number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578, to be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emmy Moss. And I want to tell you guys, it's good to follow Daryl Wood. He has so many good callers and listeners, and so uh, hopefully they don't all uh, uh, leave uh, the radio station when I come on, because we kind of we, we work hand in hand. Me and Daryl. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578, to be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emmy Moss. The question on the table was about apologetics, and I was asking, uh, we, have, we have the definition of it. It means to defend the faith, to be an apologist. Uh, and I was asking for scriptures as well. Uh, uh, and so we'll see. I'm, I'm ready to uh, 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 talk more about the scriptures if I don't get callers to, that help me. And it looks like we've got a caller on the line. Hello, caller. Aaron, how you doing? Hey, how you doing, Pastor? Real good, real good. Uh, uh, what's your name again? Darren. Darren. Okay, Darren. What do you have for me, my friend? Uh, how about uh, 1 Peter 3.15? First Peter 3.15. Brother, it sounds like you're getting somewhere. It sounds like you've been reading that Bible. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that... I, I... yeah. I was at your church for a long time, so. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you came to Strictly and you got what you needed, huh? Uh, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. Uh, 1 Peter 3.15, let's see, if, let's see if you're a scholar for today says in 1 Peter 3.15, But sanctify the Lord God in your hearts and be ready always. My goodness gracious. That means if we're going to be ready always, then we need to be prepared, don't we? But sanctify the Lord God in your hearts and be ready always to give an answer to every man that asks you a reason of the hope that is in you with meekness and fear. Sir, you are 100 absolutely 
uh, percent right. You are a scholar for today. You've got one of the uh, verses here that definitely points to defending the word. And notice it says, "Be ready to do so." Okay, so to be right, ready, okay. got to study. Okay. Yeah, I have another one if you want. Oh, don't be greedy. <laughs> but go ahead and give it to us. Uh, Jude one and three. Jude one and three. My goodness, brother, you've been doing some good work. Uh, Jude. Uh, it's, of course, is the I call it the book without chapters because actually it's a letter here. Uh, but you're right, and I and I, I imagine that where you're taking us would be to a verse like um, uh, verse uh, three. Okay, it says, "Beloved, when I gave all diligence to write unto you of the common salvation." Let me ask you uh, this, uh, sir. When he says yeah. here in Jude. Beloved, when I gave all diligence to write unto you of the common salvation, what did Jude mean by calling the gospel and the preaching of Jesus Christ uh, the common salvation? Uh, the common salvation. That's a good question. Yeah, he uh, says, Beloved, when I get, gave all diligence to write unto you of the common salvation. What do you mean by that? My my interpretation means that common salvation means that there's only one. Okay, now, now I can't argue with that. That there's only one, and also what he's saying here in Jude is that it's already out there. He said the message that he's presenting is not one that is new. It is common. Right. It right. is well known. Right. It is established. Right. So every cult, whether it be the Jehovah's Witnesses, the Unity School of Christianity. Christian science, or even a false world religion like Islam, they all are coming against the gospel that were established before they even came about, okay? So that's why he calls it common. It's well known. So, and mm-hmm. so then he goes on, it was needful for me to write unto you and exhort you that you should, you should earnestly contend, and that means to fight, for the faith which was once delivered unto the saints, okay? So you're exactly right. In other words, he says, anything that is the opposite of what you've already heard, okay, uh, written by the apostles, coming from the, uh, uh, from the uh, Old Testament as well, it's false, and so you have to defend yeah. it. And, I, and I then he lets us know that, and, and the thing that gets me, brother, there's people that act like this is not even occurring. It blows my mind, but it's happening right before our eyes. Here, and in Jude as well, the next verse, in verse uh, uh, 5, it says, but there are certain men, Crept in unawares. I want to say there's women too. <laughs> Certain men crept in unawares who were before of old ordained to this condemnation, ungodly men, turning the grace of God into lasciviousness and denying the only Lord God and our Lord Jesus Christ. Right. Amen. So check it out now. Since I've got you on here, brother, uh, give me the name. Give me the name of three cults, and I'll let you go. Name of three cults. Three cults. Um, Mormonism. That's one. Uh, Jehovah's Witness. That's two. Um, let me see. Let me go with something. Uh, recently, I've been dealing. I've I've, I've been uh, exposed to is uh, Black Hebrew Israelites. That's three. <laughs> you are a scholar for today, and I believe you when you said you have attended. Strictly Biblical Bible Teaching Ministries. Thank you for calling. Yep, thank you, Pastor. All right. <laughs> that number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578. To be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emory Moss, 
dealing with any questions you have about the Word of God. And, of course, if you don't have any, you know, I've always got some of my very own. Uh, but, but dealing with the cults is very important. We're going to talk a little bit more about it, and we'll be right back. Hello, friends. This is Tom Kitterman, host of Mornings with Meaning, and I've got some exciting news. Now, in addition to listening to us at 92.7 FM and AM 1500, you can also stream us live on Radio.com. Just go to Radio.com, tap Listen, choose News Talk, and scroll down to Faith Talk Detroit. It's that simple. Or pick up the Radio.com app. Either way, it's fun, it sounds great, and you're going to love it. Check us out at Radio.com. Paid non-attorney spokesperson Fierce Nachiwani with Principal Office in Dallas, Texas is responsible for the content in this ad. Attention women. If you or a loved one used talcum powder for at least four years and were then diagnosed with advanced stages of ovarian cancer or metastatic ovarian cancer before the age of 75, listen closely. You may be entitled to substantial compensation. Call 800-991-4422. Time is limited to file a claim and we'll have to pull your medical records. You must have been diagnosed with ovarian cancer within the last 10 years. You need an attorney on your side fighting for your rights. Call 800-991-4422. One of the leading manufacturers of talcum powder has been ordered to pay millions of dollars in claims to the families of women who died of ovarian cancer. If you or a loved one used talcum powder for at least four years and were diagnosed with advanced stages of ovarian cancer or metastatic ovarian cancer that moved to other organs within the last 10 years, don't wait. Call 800-991-4422. That number again, 800-991-4422. Call 800-991-4422. Call right now. Wow, how the world has changed in just a few short weeks. If there is one thing COVID-19 has taught us, is good hygiene. Wash your hands more often and wipe down frequently touched surfaces. Unfortunately, we also face another problem that has been around us since, well, time itself. Rodents. G'day, I'm Scott from Plug-In Pest Free. Rodents usually carry diseases with them we do not want around us. Treating the problem the old-fashioned way with baits and traps only causes the problem to continue. Baits invite rodents in when you really should be trying to keep them out. So how do we keep them out? With Plug-In Pest Free, an electromagnetic device that utilises the electrical wiring in your home to set up a no-go zone. Now that's fair dinkum. Look us up today at gopestfree.com. Use promo code PEST20 for 20% off. That's gopestfree.com. Promo code PEST20. Don't spray and regret. Plug in and forget. Stay connected to worship through faithtalkdetroit.com. In light of the temporary closing of church doors, many services are now streaming online. Pastors, you're invited to visit faithtalkdetroit.com and submit free of charge your live streaming link and broadcast times for services. Let's worship together during this time. Follow Faith Talk Detroit on social media for links to connect you with virtual church services and encouraging words. That number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578, to be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss. Uh, we encourage you to call on this program if you have any questions about the Bible, any questions about theology, any questions about Christian living. Uh, and, as you know, Strictly Biblical, our ministry is still going on, as uh, other ministries are, and definitely we need to pray for all uh, Christian churches 
preaching the gospel in spirit and in truth, uh, that they will be able to uh, continue uh, doing these uh, uh, these troublesome times. Uh, and we are doing like other churches in that we're live uh, uh, streaming uh, streaming our Sunday service. Uh, so this Sunday at 11 o'clock, definitely you can log on to strictlybiblical.org, live streaming, and uh, and you'll be getting our 11 o'clock service, which we continue to have. I'll be preaching on the book of Revelation, uh, and so you definitely will, uh, I'm sure, enjoy that, get a lot out of that, as well as the uh, other things, our praise team, uh, and, and everything that goes on uh, Strictly Biblical. We put together a special ministry package uh, every Sunday for you, so remember that, strictlybiblical.org. Uh, at uh, 11 uh, p. Uh, at 11 a.m., just uh, log on there, and you can see an entire uh, Sunday service. Number to call here, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578, to be on the air. Bible talk with Pastor Henry Moss, looking at the kingdom of the cults, and the brother who called, okay, uh, actually named some cults, and he named some uh, some humdinger of, uh, of some cults. Mormons, for instance. Mormonism is a cult. It is not Christianity. It may masquerade as such, but it's not. Founded by Joseph Smith. Okay? Uh, he was the founder of the uh, Mormonism. Okay? And then he had some people that carried it on after uh, his death, after he was shot, actually. Um, Mormons believe things that are not uh, orthodox, based upon the Word of God. One of their worst doctrines is the doctrine of eternal progression. That is eternal progression. What they say is this. As man is, God once was. As God is, man may become. Yeah, did you hear that? As man is, God once was. As God is, man may become. What they believe is that God was once a man who became God. And all of us can become God's just as he did. Okay? So this is the teaching of Mormonism. Now, of course, that runs afoul of the fact that we as human beings are not gods. Anyone who says we're gods or even little gods, or we can speak things into existence like God can, that's cultic doctrine. That is not biblically based. No one can defend a doctrine of us being gods from the Bible. Okay? So we've got to realize that, recognize that. He also mentioned uh, the Jehovah's Witnesses. He mentioned them. Yep, Jehovah's Witnesses, bona fide cult. Yep, they most certainly and most definitely are. In terms of the resurrection, what they believe is that Jesus rose an invisible spirit creature. He did not rise in his body. That, of course, is contradicted very clearly in the Bible. Of course Jesus rose uh, in his body. His body was even, remember Doubting Thomas? He even went over and uh, uh, he doubted, but his doubts were removed when he actually touched uh, uh, Jesus. And, uh, uh, in fact, the nail prints uh, that had been left uh, in his hands, still showing in his resurrected body, uh, he touched those as well. So, clearly, to deny the resurrection of Jesus Christ is to involve yourself in cult doctrine. You must believe in the resurrection to be a Christian. There's no way you can be a Christian and deny the resurrection of Jesus Christ. And, of course, to deny the resurrection of Jesus Christ is to deny some of the clear teaching of Scripture. It's so very clear, there's no way you can get around it. For instance, in St. John, okay, and in chapter 2, uh, verse 19, well, let's go into look at verse 18 first, where it says, oh, it's so good, let's go to 17. John chapter 2, verse 17. And his disciples remembered that it was written, the zeal of thine house 
hath eaten me up. Then answered the Jews, and said unto him, What sign showest thou unto us, seeing that thou doest these things? Okay, so they were asking for a sign. Here's what Jesus said in verse 19. Uh, John 2, 19. Jesus answered and said unto them, Destroy this temple, and in three days I will raise it up. Right? He said, Destroy this temple, and in three days I will raise it up. That's what Jesus said. Now, what was meant by that? It doesn't sound to me like he's saying anything about rising as an invisible spirit being. It says in verse 20, Then said the Jews, Forty and six years was this temple in building, and wilt thou rear it up in three days? So the Jews, some of the Jews thought he was just talking about, he was talking about the temple, the Jewish temple, but he wasn't. Okay? So, but it says in verse 21, um, and, and the writer here, John, makes it clear, verse 21, where Jesus was talking about, he tells us, but he spake of the temple of his body. Okay? We're talking about the Jerusalem temple. He was talking about the temple of his body. Verse 22, when therefore he was risen from the dead, his disciples remembered that he had said this unto them, and they believed the scripture and the word which Jesus had said. Okay? So clearly, they described it as his body. Okay. Only a cult group would deny that. All right. Uh, do, have a call on the line? Time for a break. We're going to take a break, and we'll be right back. This is Jerry Boyer of Town Hall Finance for townhall.com. We just passed the Passover and Easter holiday weekends, and I noticed something very interesting in the data published by the University of Washington. It looks like the U.S. death rate from coronavirus peaked on April 10th. That is Passover and Good Friday. That day, 2,077 people died, more than any other day before. And from there, daily death tolls look to be retreating. Providence? Coincidence? You be the judge. But it certainly is poignant and spiritually powerful. Passover was the moment of peak death during the plagues on Egypt when Jews stayed at home together worshiping while the angel of death passed through the land. Good Friday was the peak death moment of human history, the hour of darkness before the turning of Easter and the defeating of death in the resurrection. What an appropriate time for death to be on the retreat in our current struggle. I'm Jerry Boyd. The Pepperdine School of Public Policy. Learn more at publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu. Hello, friends. This is Evangelist Anita Campbell, host of Bible Talk. I've got some exciting news now. In addition to listening to us on 92.7 FM and AM 1500, you can also stream us live on Radio.com. Just go to Radio.com, tap the News Talk, and scroll down to WLQV Faith Talk. It's that simple. Or pick up the Radio.com app. Either way, it's fun. Sounds great, and you're going to love it. Check us out at Radio.com. Diabetes, high blood pressure, anxiety meds, everyone's on them. If you're a 50-year-old male, maybe a bit porky, and you may even have type 2 diabetes, a million dollars of term insurance may only cost you about 200 bucks a month. Call Term Provider. Speak with Big Lou at 800-555-2085. Big Lou will find a term life policy for you even if you have type 2 diabetes, are overweight, or have high blood pressure. 
Term providers help thousands of people like you who think they can't afford term life insurance. To buy a million dollars of affordable term life for you, all you need to do is call Big Lou at 800-555-2085. Lou will make sure the scales are tipped in your favor. Call 800-555-2085. Big Lou will answer your call and work to fit you into a term life policy that you can afford. Remember, Big Lou's like you. He's on meds, too. Call 800-555-2085. 800-555-2085. Stay connected to worship through faithtalkdetroit.com. In light of the temporary closing of church doors, many services are now streaming online. Pastors, you're invited to visit faithtalkdetroit.com and submit free of charge your live streaming link and broadcast times for services. Let's worship together during this time. Follow Faith Talk Detroit on social media for links to connect you with virtual church services and encouraging words. All right, that number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578, to be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss. Uh, we've got Thelma on the line. This is our financial go-to person, going to tell you uh, how you can send offerings to support our ministry. Thelma, how are you doing? I'm great, Pastor. Well, we still have, uh, of course, Givelify, which there's a demo on strictlybiblical.org, if you're not familiar with using it. You can go to strictlybiblical.org uh, and go down to our About Us tab. It has a demo there. and Or also you could just do an engine search for Givelify. That's G-I-V-E-L-I-F-Y. Also, we still have online banking bill pay, regular postal mail, and you can make your online bill pay out when you add a payee or write a check out to SBBTM strict, or Strictly Biblical or the entire name, Strictly Biblical Bible Teaching Ministries. And the address for the online bill pay and to mail it in is 10709 Grand River Avenue in Detroit, Michigan, 48204. Again, that's 10709 Grand River Avenue, Detroit, Michigan, 48204. And if you don't have a debit card or checking account, there's other ways that you can still uh, get your donations accounted for for the church. You can just call uh, our office at 313-933-9270, and we will work with you or help you make sure that you get your donations counted. All right. Well, we appreciate that very much, definitely. Uh, we do need donations to, to keep our ministry going, uh, and, and it's very important for Christians, even though we're not in our normal settings, to remember that in order for God's ministry to continue, uh, we are obligated to support it. So uh, we thank you. Thank you for calling that in. Uh, Thelma, I asked you as usual, uh, do you have any questions? Well, it's kind of on what you were talking about earlier um, about defending the faith. I was just curious as to whether or not was this defending the faith or was it just honoring the word when um, uh, Jesus was in the wilderness and the devil was uh, trying to tempt him and ask him to turn those stones into some bread. And when Jesus told him, as it is written, a man does not live on bread alone, was that defending the faith or is it just him honoring the word? Well, it was him honoring the word, but what he was doing 
was uh, being tested by uh, uh, the devil. So in a sense, it was a defense of who he was that he did not yield uh, to the things that the devil told him to do. So, yeah, I would say in a sense um, it was uh, apologetics. It was more of him demonstrating who he was and defending uh, uh, who he was as the son of God who wasn't about to be swayed by the devil. Uh, rather than uh, what we normally do, which is to defend uh, the, the truth of the Bible against those who attack its theology. Yeah. But no, you're not far afield. That also, uh, and so, in, in right, in fact, you, you brought a new perspective in it, because as we live for Christ every day, resisting the temptations of the devil, then we are, in a sense, defending the faith by defending our position in him. So, yeah, I would say that that's a, a good way to look at it. That takes it out of just the um, maybe the theological or academic arena, and then that puts it into the Christian living uh, arena, which is definitely so. Uh, and uh, you could make a statement out of it, and w- it would be true, that we are defending the faith every time we, just as Jesus did, stand up against the devil. So uh, that's real good, Thelma. We appreciate that. Well, thank you, Pastor. All right. Thank you. All right. Does, she knows more than just finances, James. All right. We're out of time, looks like, just a few minutes left. If there's a quick caller they can get in, okay, at area code 866-423-9578. Uh, Sister Moss is with me. You want to say hello to anybody, Sister Moss? Yeah. You can say hi to the people. Well, okay, since you did uh, put me on the spot, but I can't say you put me on the spot, but I'd just like to say hello to our listening audience, and thanks so much for tuning in. And I also want to take this opportunity to just thank God for each and every one of you who have prayed for me. I ask that you continue to pray for me. I am out of the hospital, of course, and at home recuperating. And the recuperating stage is rather seems to be rather lengthy, but uh, we just have to wait on the Lord and just trust him to, to get us through this. But uh, thanks so much for your prayers. Uh, the Word of God tells us that the prayer of a righteous man availeth much. And that is so true. So please keep those prayers going up. Love you guys, and uh, and hopefully uh, I'll get back on the air uh, with Relationship Wednesday. God bless. All right. Good to hear from uh, Sister Marsh. She's doing fine. And good to hear from uh, all of you. Uh, continue uh, to uh, uh, listen to 1500 uh, AM as we've been going to be coming on with um, uh, during the week. You know, I'm here Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, uh, definitely live. Tell everybody you know that Pastor Moss hasn't disappeared. <laughs> He's still around, uh, even though all of our ministries have been altered. And we are praying, praying that soon all this will be over and we'll return to normal. But yet we cannot let it stop us from teaching and preaching the Word of God. Also, remember, our live streaming on Sunday at 11 o'clock, strictlybiblical.org. I am preaching uh, on the book of Revelation. Uh, we're about to look at the churches the seven churches in detail and see how the church today matches these churches that were in the first century. We're even going to look at a church where in the Bible it says God put out their candlestick. Candlestick meant the church, and we're going to see why there's some ministries that God may bring to an end. That's in the book of Revelation. So we encourage you to um, uh, just log on, strictlybiblical.org, about 11 o'clock. And uh, you will be able to get a uh, service that I'm sure you'll enjoy. Uh, and that's how we're reaching you now. It's live streaming as many other, others are. The other option for us, of course, is here on the radio program. So we encourage you, as always, to tune in right after the Daryl Woods Show to listen to Bible Talk, where we deal with apologetics, uh, systematic theology, 
All Things Biblical on this particular program. And remember that number to call so you don't have to look it up uh, when the program starts. That's area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air. Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss. Uh, uh, don't have much time left. I don't even think there's time for a caller. Is there time for a caller, uh, Marcus? No time. That's right. He said no time. So all I can say is, uh, all right, God bless you to all of you. Make sure you tune in tomorrow. Uh, keep Stay on this station, one of the best Christian stations you can find, where you get politics, Christianity, all of it together with Daryl Wood followed by me, and it's so good to be um, uh, to be able to follow a man of his caliber. Uh, all I want to say to you is God bless you. Keep reading your Bibles, and I will see you, definitely see you next time, God willing. And we're praying for all of you. Keep safe. Uh, uh, let us realize that, that he will keep us in perfect peace if we keep our mind stayed on him. That's exactly what we need to do in this time. Don't let anything shake you. Uh, just be loyal to Christ. Uh, God is going to bless us. We'll be through this, and I look forward to seeing you uh, once again uh, in, in personal ministry uh, when all of this stuff is behind us. Okay? So God bless you. Uh, number to call, remember always, area code 866-423-9578. This is Pastor Moss on the, uh, from Strictly Biblical, Strictly Biblical Bible Teaching Ministry Program. Me and Sister Moss wish you the very best. Okay? Keep reading your Bibles. Study your notes, okay? Be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might, yeah? And uh, make sure you fill your heart and your mind with the word of God, okay? That's what we've got to do. That's very important for all of us at this time. All right, this is Pastor Moss saying God bless you, and we will see you next time. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.